Good morning. Good afternoon. <clears throat> Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> And good night. I mean, I'm so sorry. I just should I stop singing? No, no, you cannot. You cannot. That was a very squeal. Yes, don't you dare. Hey, everybody, it's me, Steve, and it's me, Cass, and we are known as Cass and Cass and Steve. Cass and Steve. Buckle up for the. Fun Road. <laughs> hey everybody, this is the podcast of The Fun Road, where we give you all little tricks and tips to make your life even better. That's right. We take your happiness, we kick it up a notch, we take your... Fun. We kick it up a notch, we take your... Um, ambition. And kick it up a notch, and we take your... Confidence. And kick it up a notch. Exactly. Today we have an, uh, a cool subject. I mean last podcast about what's the difference between talent and ambition. Today, we will talk about the difference between a passion and a purpose. I like that. Yep. Passion and purpose. Passion. Passion. Fruta passion. <laughs> L'unico fruto del amor. El amor. Es la banana. Es la, la banana. banana. Do you know what it says? Yes. Yeah. Remember, you made me learn it. Dun, dun, la fruta del amor. It's a banana. It's a banana. L'unico frutto. No. Frutto o frutta? Frutto. John! <laughs> How do you say second. fruit in Is Spanish? L'unico frutto. Okay, no answer. Okay. <laughs> so, I think that's a no. <laughs> okay. Anyway, passion, purpose. What is passion for you? Mm, my passion... Why is that a hard? I think that I, my passion is people. What's the first thing that comes into your mind without thinking of your job, what you're doing now? What do you really love to do? Passion. Boom. First thing. Have fun. Have fun. Okay. Very general, but still. What is your passion? My passion is teaching. My passion is Feeling free, like feeling the music, dancing. I mean, why are your answers better than mine? Mine is like teaching, feeling free, <laughs> having fun. Well, because what I what a I passion in life, but for me too, um, my passion is just to being able to. I constantly, every single day, am focusing on only being me. Yeah, I was and saying my passion is passion's this like, is a like a passion. Yeah, it's like a feeling. It's we a don't... feeling I try and create yeah. every day yeah. in my life of like just truly feeling authentic to myself. It's not an easy question. Actually. No, what it's is your... not... Because sometimes we think of my passion is to sing. My passion, passion is, is this. Dance, my passion yeah. is art. But we want you to think about that. What would If we would ask you honestly, what is your passion? What is the first thing that comes into your mind? Is it your job? Is it your hobby is it a feeling what is it so we have a lot of passions of course i think i have a lot of interests yeah and then the things that i'm pat what the passion is is that feeling i get while doing that so i really love to have fun so then i try and create fun experiences yeah. whether it's within my job or whether it's within friendship or whether it's with my family and i've kind of 
it's like I'm steering toward that feeling. Mm. I love that. And you, you know, when I think about classical answers, passion for me would be dance and it's music and, but a passion, something that I said, okay, I cannot live without this. I would truly go to an emotion. I could not yeah. live without the feeling of feeling free every single day. I could not live without the feeling of being able to be myself, which is kind of the same as feeling free. But this is truly, be, people expect for me to say my passion is this. But I have to say, if you would take away me teaching, whether it's my fitness classes or at conventions or the fun road trainings, I would really be miserable. Yeah, Passion is a teaching for me. Inspiring other people is something I'm really passionate about. And I'm very passionate about podcasts and podcasts, <laughs> people, podcasts. No, but I love, I love human behavior. I love studying why people behave in certain ways. Yeah. And I love connecting with people. Yeah. Really You're good love, at it. You're good at it. I really love it. people. But sometimes I don't feel like I want to be very social. I'm not always yeah, in a social mood, but I really love people. But listen, I'm going to tell you why sometimes you want to shut off that social skill. Because you meet groups and hundreds of new people every single week. A lot of people always are in the same circle of people. You yeah. know, their family, their work, their friends. And meeting literally new people, talking to somebody you never talked to before, a conversation, not in a shop, but a conversation. We have a lot of new people every single yeah. week. And sometimes your fire that meeting new people is just like, okay, no I more can't. gas. <laughs> you need to refuel. But we challenge you actually, because this is a cool skill that Cass has to connect with new people. But we challenge you to connect with a couple new people. Maybe this week, you know, just start talking to somebody. Give a compliment to somebody. I like your sweater. Oh, my God, as a cute family. And just start a very basic conversation in one minute. And that could I be really cool. love, if I'm yeah. thinking about something like, oh, that person looks good. Or I like that hair. Or, I like their style. I like their family. Yeah. I really, I'm really focusing on expressing that more. Yeah. Because if I've ever been stopped along the way and someone just said hey i like your hair i like yeah. your outfit you kind of leave like oh yeah that is so cool yeah yeah yeah. so today we're talking about i think passion is really driven by emotion mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people feel that they lose their passion for what they're doing because their emotion changes and yeah. i think that comes from what thoughts you are thinking which create your feeling, which create your actions. So if you feel like you've lost your passion for work, it's probably because the way that you're thinking about your work has changed. It used to be you're very excited to go to work and you're waking up in the morning, you're thinking, oh, this is going to be cool. I love what I'm doing. Yeah. To then years down the road, you're waking yeah. up and your thoughts are now, ugh, yeah. I don't um, want to go to work. That is really a pity. But there's nobody to blame but yourself. I truly believe that. And I know that a lot of people have, oh my God, I got a passion for this. They start a job and then years later, they're stuck in a routine and they say, my God, I don't feel like this is my passion anymore. 
you have the ability to change that. You need to have the confidence to take that step and bring back that joy where you used to have that passion, but now it's just becoming like mm, something I need to do every single day, which brings us actually to purpose. What is your purpose in life? I mean, there's a difference between passion and purpose. Yeah. But those two together is really the core you. And I love that. I do too. I think yeah. that when we start to feel that we're a little lost along our path, what we need to do is rethink our situation and really look at what we are doing for other people. <clears throat> How are we making an impact on them? Taking the focus away from yourself. I look at life in two ways. One is through a mirror and everything that you're seeing has to do with you. Oh, I'm not having fun. This person's mean to me. I don't like this. This is not working out for me versus through a window. And when you're looking through a window, you're looking at the impact that you can make on other people. Mm. And when you start focusing on other people and the way they can change for the good by what you do, your life is filled with a lot more purpose. Your life is filled with a lot more love because you love those whom you serve, mm. which I think is why parents love their kids so much because yeah. they have to do so much for them. Yeah. And you really, and even with your pets, even with your loved one, yeah. the more that you serve people, the more you see the way that they are changed for good by what you do and the more purpose you feel your life is filled with. That's cool. And I think we talked about it in one of our other podcasts that we were talking about JK Rowling. We, uh -huh. did, we did talk about it, but we were talking about the fact that she's an author, but actually her purpose is really to create this fantasy world. And yeah. I, that purpose, that idea of a purpose in life, I think is really, really amazing. Wait, we talked about it, not in a podcast, in our webinar. I can't remember. Me neither. Because <laughs> we did a podcast last night too, and I can't remember what the topic was. No, me neither. <laughs> but it's very true because so many times... So many times. So we teach also fitness classes and you have a student that says, oh, I want to be an instructor. I just don't want to lose my passion for it. And I said, well, you don't have to lose your passion of for it. Not. What you do is you, you can kind of change the way that you're looking at the situation. So when I first started teaching fitness classes, I was teaching, teaching, teaching all the time. And I was feeling very unfulfilled because I forgot the whole reason of why I was doing it. So what I did was I cut out some classes and I started to become a student again. And I remembered, oh, the reason why I love this is because when I'm teaching, I can create the same feeling that yeah. I'm feeling right now. Mm -hmm. And then my whole idea switched. So on mornings where I'm really tired and I'm jet lagged and I know I have to teach at 1030 in the morning, I say, okay, now I'm going to switch my thoughts, not to, oh, I'm tired. I'm so tired. I can't believe I have to do this because that's very much just looking at myself to, oh, I'm excited to see this person. And they always say that this makes an impact on their day. Yeah. And I start focusing on them. And all of a sudden it's like rejuvenated. Like someone's just like turned up the heat on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this is something cool for you all at home to think about. What is my passion and what is really my purpose in life? Because 
for me, my passion and my purpose very much go together. And that's why I, you feel so yeah, fulfilled in your life. Exactly. But a lot of people have a passion and then they think, okay, if I turn this passion into a job or something that I, oh, I'm going to lose it and yeah. it's going to become like a obligated thing. Passion does not have to be obligated and purpose does not have to be obligated. It can be something that you really can combine together. So I also believe that my passion teaching is also my purpose. I think this is what yeah. I am meant to do in my life, what I'm good at. When I think about what what else would I want to do in my life, I don't have many other Me options. Me neither. I'm like, okay, this is really... But if you at home, you're having a passion and then you think about your purpose to say, mm, you know what? There's a lot of other stuff I would love to do in my life. What are you waiting for? I mean, you have one life. If you say my purpose in life, I feel like is doing this, then there's a reason why you're feeling it. There's a reason why you have that burning desire inside. Maybe you're doing a job that you're not really happy with, living a life that is making you feel stuck. You need to make changes and think about the purpose in your life. What am I meant to do? The first change that you want to look at is how am I thinking about this situation? Because you have to remember the way that you think will drive everything in your life. So if all you're doing is complaining about it and finding the fault in the situation, mm. in your job, in your colleagues, yeah. in the time that you have to work, in the location, you have to switch your thoughts. Totally. Because that will create a whole different feeling for you. And I think this is something so key in in friendships and relationships. My... I talk with my kids about their friendships and sometimes they'll say, oh, well, I'm not really getting along with this person and I'm not getting along with this person. And I remember a situation when I was very young and I started to notice the things that bothered me about a certain friend. Yeah. And all of a sudden... Are you, are you talking about me? <laughs> yeah. You I just, can see the moment you, you say, can't... you just kind of look at me and go like, <laughs> I start to be getting bothered about a certain friend. I mean, all I can do is focus on the things that bother me about you. No, never. <laughs> No, but it was about, it was when I was very young and I noticed that all of a sudden she and I, we didn't hang out as much in our friendship. We just lost that friendship. Really? And I look back when, now that I'm older and I realize what I did and I actually, I feel really bad about it. And I realized that had I just switched my thoughts, or you I think that she is somebody I would have still been actually yeah. close with. But or fix it at that moment. Yeah, yeah, all I could focus on was the negative. And it's so, it's silly to say, because that's like, I mean, it's a long, long time ago. But I noticed that with, with people with their relationships. Yeah. And I say, okay, well, if all you're focusing is on this, that's all you will see. So yeah, of course, yeah. everybody makes mistakes. They make messes, whatever. But if you start to focus on the things that, they do right yeah. and then tell them they will start to gain that happy feeling of oh they're noticing when i do these things right yeah. i want to do more of that and uh you yeah. just see the world in a different way i want you to we're going to do a little test with you right now so wherever you are except if you are driving or no if you're driving you can stop by the road so i'm giving you <laughs> 10 seconds to go to the side and stop <laughs> So we're going to do a little visualization test with you. So we're going to ask you in five seconds to do something. You try to do it as good as you can. After those five seconds, we will ask you to close your eyes. You got it? 
Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. You get five seconds to come up with an answer, and then you close your eyes, and we're going to ask you something else. So our question is, I want you to look around and focus and memorize all the objects that you see in the color red. Go. One. Stop. Good. Close your eyes. I want you to close your eyes. Now try to name things in blue in the same area. Don't look. Don't be. I saw you opening your eyes. Don't you dare. <laughs> Keep your eyes closed. Try to tell me the things. And of course, if you're at home, you go like, my pillow is blue. That's because you know it. But it's so difficult. And we have a good example again with Messi, the soccer player. You know, when you when you don't know who, have you ever noticed that people explain you a person that you never heard of? And then all of a sudden, the next weeks, all you do is see that person on TV, read about that person, see a poster with that person. This is exactly what we're talking about. We ask you to focus on things on red, which could be negative things. And then we ask you, what do you see in blue, which is positive? And you it's cannot, nearly impossible. And you can't, it's nearly impossible. So life is the same way. If we ask you to keep focusing only on positive things, that is what you are going to see. When we explain you a new person and you say, I've never heard of that person. I don't know. Nobody knows that person. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh my God. <laughs> they're that everywhere. They're everywhere. Why didn't I see that? It's the same with positive and negative things in life. This was the most amazing advice that my friend gave to me when my dad was diagnosed with brain cancer, his dad had also had brain cancer and his dad wow. had passed away at the same wow. type of brain cancer. So he reached out to me knowing that feeling of dread when you get that diagnosis. Oh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Hey, 2% of the people live past 18 months. So good luck. Oh so I know, isn't that crazy? Horrible, horrible. So he wrote me a message and he said, even within all of the hardship that you're going to be facing in this next little bit, I noticed that within all of that, there were small miracles every single day that happened. Mm. And the more that you look for those, the more you will see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this completely changed my mindset. Yeah. And it was a beautiful thing. Somebody would come over and bring a card or somebody would reach out to me or all of a sudden there were people that I would connect with who had gone through the exact same thing. Yeah. And I didn't know anybody who'd gone through that. Yeah, yeah. And truly, I just had never connected with them, but no. they were around me ready to put their arms around me. Yeah. There were little miracles within my family that happened. Some fights that were cleared up. Yeah. People that let things go. And in life, you always have the good and the bad. And it's, we're not suggesting that you look through the world through rose-colored lenses. But the truth is, in life, you have good and bad. Yeah. Always. But what you focus on is what you will see more of. Yeah, yeah. So why not look for the good? Yeah. Look for that smile. Look for that happy song that comes on the radio. Look yeah. for that hug from somebody. And it is really something you can train. And I mean, everybody believes in muscle memory because it's scientifically proven that it's correct. You know, tennis players, they keep hitting the same ball until actually the muscles 
create a memory to hit yeah. that ball. I got another example. Oh, wait. Ah. I, got, <laughs> I have another example. Whenever you take a shower, I want you to think of me. <laughs> Whenever you take a shower, I want you to think of me <laughs> and Cass. And when you get out of this shower, think of us again. <laughs> and you grab that towel. I want you to look what you're doing in the next two minutes when you're drying yourself. Yeah. That routine, the way you work that towel without thinking and you're drying every single spot of your body and it goes automatically. You're not thinking this leg and the back. So you've been showering your whole life and drying yourself the same way. And putting lotion on the exact same same way. way. Putting lotion on, soaping your body, same way. I want you to change try to dry yourself completely different like i don't know think about it i'm gonna start or dry it with another hand or something like that you will see how difficult it is because your brain and your muscles created this connection muscle memory same with positive thinking same with seeing the positive in life this is something you can train that in from now on if you only see positive and i'm happy and good songs and Instead of focusing on the negative, your body will be trained in only seeing that. Yeah, there's a great book called The Power of Habit, and they talk about mental loops and how everybody has these same mental loops and there's a trigger and there's a reward Mm. and something will trigger a thought and there's always a reward. And sometimes it's a negative thing and it's like this self-sabotaging cycle we have. So just like there's muscle memory, there's mental memory, which are our habits. Yeah. with, if you can catch it right before, you can start to retrain your mind in a different path. And that goes for positive thinking. And it's so funny because Steve and I will oftentimes be faced with troubles like delayed flights, missing luggage, maybe a location that isn't what we thought it was. And I can look at him and I can see us both going through the mental changes yeah, yeah, yeah. and with our body language. We got to work can, with it. We got to work. Yeah. And I it. looked at you just the other day and I said, Ooh, I can see you changing it, shifting it from negative to positive <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. right before my very eyes. And you can practice that so that you, it just becomes natural. And yeah. then you'll start to see it in other people. And we know each other so well that I can instantly see him shift his body language, which is sending signals to his brain from, I'm not really feeling it to, okay, I got to deal with this. How can I think positive? How can I get solutions? And it's such a great thing to be practicing because it'll work in every single part of your life. There are people who see problems and there are people who solve problems. Yeah. And solving problems is going to be making your life so much easier instead of only seeing problems and doing nothing with it. And you know what? You're only hurting yourself because seeing problems is making your life miserable. Solving problems is making your life even better. And we want you to think about that while you are thinking about your passion and your purpose. And am I stopping my passion to become my purpose because of my negative thinking and maybe change that into the only thing I see is blue objects in my life. Yeah. Think of the ways that you can make your day feel more fulfilled. Yeah. Don't just settle for a low grade version of your life. Look at ways that you can raise your expectations, totally. raise the bar on your life and how you can make an impact on other people within your work, within your family, and kind of be that light for other people. And you will see how that becomes more of a habit 
and really is a blessing to you and those around you. Yeah. So we want to thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Oh, and by the way, uh, don't forget, we are coming to Utah. I'm so excited. I mean, last time we were there were abs- was absolutely amazing. So if you want to come back, that would be great. If you didn't make it last time, you better make it now. So you can find all details online. You go to thefunroad.com, click on live events. You will see the Utah event there and you can sign up. And you want to know one of the worst feelings in the world? When you wake up the next morning... And you didn't go. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and you, you realize all, you got to wait another year. <laughs> and you see all your friends posting, oh, my God, that was amazing. I wish you were here. Stuff like that. So. It is such a great day. So come join us March 30th in Utah. If you want to come to one of our live trainings or do even the training online from your own little sofa, you can do that now. All you got to do is go to CassandSteve.com or TheFunRow.com. And if you are loving this podcast, which we know you are, go ahead and share it, share it, share it. Five. Give us five stars. Five stars. stars. Okay, we want you to close your eyes. And think of our podcast. And all you do is five stars. Five stars. And go ahead and write us a review. We want to know what your favorite part of the Fun Road podcast is. And if you are the social media type, go ahead and share your experiences. Oh, yeah. And hashtag... My fun road. Because we want to know how you are making these little changes in your own life. Take ownership of it. This is my fun road. It's your fun road. And this is the fun road. Exactly. So we hope to see you in a live training. Go on the website. Click on GPS for the webinar. And we hope to see you soon. Because make your day today a really fun day. Only see the good, fun, positive things today. All right. Goodbye now. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. For, thanks for tuning in. Thank. Wait. Say we, that again. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. We sure appreciate it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.